Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the New Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram, and this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone, and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode eight. So today I'm going to talk about a quarter life crisis or rather how to avoid them. I think if you're in your 20s or 30s, you might know what I'm talking about. It's that feeling that you're kind of falling behind. You don't have direction in life. It's kind of just a frustrating feeling. So I'm going to talk about that, what it means and what to do about it. Uh, Again, before I do that, as always, I'd love to chat. So feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram. It's at Case.Kenny. And don't forget to hit subscribe on the podcast. I do these podcasts twice a week now and you'll get them as soon as they're released if you hit subscribe. So let's go. So, you know, if you're in your 20s or 30s, you're, you're probably familiar with these scenarios, right? You're into your career. You've, you've had these thoughts. Maybe you've considered quitting your job to travel the world. Your friend circle is getting a little bit smaller. You start, you're starting to really like to take naps. Maybe you start, you're going to farmer's markets, things like that, right? Sound familiar? I think you might call that adulthood, but uh, I call it something else. For, for myself and my 20 and 30-year-old peers, there is this kind of phenomenon affecting us as we begin to inch closer and closer to call it our mid-30s. It's kind of marked by a bunch of anxiety-inducing thoughts and realizations. You know, thoughts like, you know, you're daydreaming about doing something crazy, like literally packing up and moving across the world. You're, you Maybe you're thinking about high school, your high school days, or maybe you're kind, of, you're kind of realizing that your social circle, your friend circle is beginning to bore you. You don't really know what to do next. Maybe you're kind of recognizing that life isn't exactly what you imagined it would be once it became, quote, real life, right? These thoughts, I think, are kind of indicative of uh, of a quarter life crisis, or at least as most people are concerned, you know, these types of thoughts are certainly normal, but I think they're derivative of the fact that you're comparing yourself to other people and you're feeling inadequate as a result. I'm of the belief that there really shouldn't be a thing like a quarter life crisis. It's really, to me, it's a figment of pop culture. Um, and you know, why do I say that? Well, I, th- I think it, I say it because society says that these types of thoughts that I just referenced are ones that you should be concerned about. 
that you should perceive as negative and that they really are indicative of a crisis. This kind of line of thinking unites people and it's easy to relate to, right? You know, to kind of think about all those Instagram meme accounts that make these kind of self-disparaging posts, the ones that kind of you poke fun at yourself, you make fun of yourself, you don't really know what you're doing in life, you have no erection, kind of yada, 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 those things. It's all fun. I, I believe, however, that I think instead of fighting these thoughts and identifying with them as a symptom of a quarter-life crisis, that we should embrace them. Because in my opinion, there really is a, only a quarter-life crisis if you create it. Self-comparison is completely normal. And in my opinion, it's essential to self-growth, certainly. You know, I think in, in creating Pursuit, for example, um, I created it with the idea in mind that if you were to become more aware of the successes and failures and experiences of others, that you would be more inspired to change and grow that the more perspectives you're able to appreciate and experience, the more incentive you have for yourself to change. But I think this is where most people, including myself certainly, get hung up and where it might begin to feel like you're experiencing a quarter-life crisis. You know, watching movies, you know, being on Facebook, Instagram, meeting new people, learning about all the amazing things that people are doing in their life that offers you incredible perspectives that, you know, I think previous generations had limited access to. But perspective should be a spark for uh, inspiration in your life. Um, but I think it really it shouldn't end there. You know, perspective, uh, you know, the, these kinds of thoughts that you might be having, their, their purpose is to inspire you to realize that you yourself are the biggest catalyst for change in your life. And that's the difference between believing that you're stuck in a quarter life crisis, that you're stuck, that you're immobile. Uh, the difference between that and embracing those thoughts as an impetus for change. Because, because be, being in your 20s and 30s, to me, it should be the most exciting time of your life. If you think you're having a quarter-life crisis right now, I think you should get excited and embrace it. So for this podcast, I've written down five quick ways that I think um, can encourage you to become the biggest catalyst for change in your life and avoid, or as I call it in this podcast, embrace having this quarter-life crisis. So my first point is that you should realize that it's all up to you, you. I think that I don't think society does a really good job of enabling us to realize this. It really doesn't. Think about it. You know, your childhood, high school, college, everything is structured and designed. Even your first couple years out of college are structured, right? You get your first job, you pay off debt, you get your first apartment, and so on and so forth. These are all moves by design that you've been told you need to complete since you were little. And then boom, suddenly, as you, as you progress and get older, there are fewer things to check off your list. Suddenly, it's kind of it's all, all up to you. And I think some people struggle with this realization. We hold this idea that our lives have been totally designed for us and that our destiny awaits because of the steps that we've put in previously. And therein lies kind of the frustration. We use this thinking to put off what many refer to as, quote, real life, right? And then boom, you kind of have this idea, this, this concept of a quarter-life crisis. There's this writer and philosopher, his name's Albert Sousa, and he sums this up really well. He said, uh, quote, for a long time, it seemed to me that life was about to begin, real life, but there was always some obstacle in the way, something to be gotten through first, some unfinished business, time still to be served, a debt to be paid, end quote. I could really relate to that feeling. I think there, in my life, there always seemed to be like a next step that I needed to take and then kind of real life would begin, right? You get the right apartment, get the right job, get the right girlfriend, get the right income. I don't know, you know, get the right number of Instagram followers or whatever it may be. For me, there always seemed to be something else that I needed to check off before life would really begin. I think you could probably relate to that, right? 
But, you know, your, your 20s, your 30s are a time to embrace a radical shift in thinking, you know, just to realize that you are the biggest catalyst in your life and that your life checklist is something that you create for yourself. It's not created for you. There's no more hurdles to jump over. The time really is now. So to that point, and this is my second way to avoid a quarter life crisis, and that's to embrace the process, right? Embrace the process. I think once you realize that there really are no more steps to take or things to check off before quote, real life kicks in, you should start embracing everything that life throws your way. To do this, I've come to realize that it's okay to not have all the answers. It's okay to ask for help. And it's okay to not know exactly what you want or where you want to go. I think you should really embrace Albert's line of thinking that obstacles are part of life. In fact, obstacles really are life. They're the meat and potatoes of life. I think knowing this really help you embrace life as a journey, not a destination. It's kind of cliche to say, but I think it's really true. Um, I mentioned it in last episode, but obstacles and experiences, are what they would, they're what give you swag in life. They're what give you confidence. They, they're, they're what allow you to, to see your value. You need them. That's cut and dry. You absolutely need them. And then I've learned that happiness and fulfillment come from the process, not the destination. And frankly, I'm coming to realize that there really isn't even a destination ever. There will always be more distant paths to travel to and a longer journey to embrace. I think having this mindset will help you embrace the struggle and appreciate happiness along the way. You know, personally, I've come to check my patience a lot over the past couple of years and just embrace what life has thrown my way with my media company and my podcast, my relationships, my vision for the future. I've learned to be really dynamic and I, I really try to intentionally let each situation come to me as it does and adapt and just savor the journey that it's introducing into my life. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread and something I'm into lately as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread. So simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. Hey, real quick. This episode is sponsored by Quince. And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow knit activewear. Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt. 
really my style, simple, but with a pop of luxury. And as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury, go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. But certainly, it's not always easy. I totally get it. So my third point is to encourage you to work backwards, actually. I think embracing the journey is great. I say it all the time. Uh, But if you're like me, you always find yourself comparing your journey to that of others, right? It's natural for us to do this, especially in the day and age of instant information, Instagram, Facebook, internet. It's really easy to make assumptions based on what you perceive from others. In the most impactful realization, I might have mentioned this in a previous episode, The most impactful realization I've had in regards to comparing myself to others is that I'm often comparing my behind the scenes view with that of someone else's highlight reel, right? Behind the scenes versus a highlight reel. As a result, I assume that their success, that someone else's success, that someone else's life steps have come easy, easily, and that I'm kind of stupid or slow because I haven't attained it yet. You know, I have no idea what their behind the scenes look like. Um, and frankly, for some reason, I just didn't care. I just feel inadequate. I think we could all relate to this feeling, right? Uh, a lot of times, that's what's causing this quarter-life crisis feeling. More so, I think, because of the structure that's always been part of our lives with grades and tests and evaluations, we're always, always comparing and evaluating ourselves. Yet, when you enter the, quote, real world, there's no grades, right? So we resort to assuming that our efforts and our results are lacking based on our views of other people's highlight reels, right? I, th- I think that concept's really clear. And the way that I combat this is by working backwards. I think if you could really tangibly force yourself to recall how far you've come in any sense of the term, whether that's fitness or career or life or relationships, whatever it may be, you can create your own measure of success that's truly yours and that's not relative to anyone else. And I, I want to encourage you to do this. Think back and recall how far you've come. I think this will help you adopt a mindset that life is whatever you make of it, that the only opinion that matters is your own, certainly. More importantly, working backwards like this will instill a sense of gratitude in your life. And I think that's really important. Gratitude for the things in your life that have enabled you and pushed you. You know, doing this and being sincerely grateful, it helps you resist the urge to first let bad things ruin our day, but also just appreciate how far you've come. I do an audit pretty frequently of all the things that I've accomplished or am accomplishing. It really helps keep things in check for me. Uh, I want to encourage you to write everything down. You know, whatever it is you're making progress in, in fitness, in your business, in, I don't know, your Instagram, whatever it is, write it down. Take time to write it down. Even in recording this, I'm looking up at my computer screen. I've got a little uh, sticky note. I write my goals down all over the place. I've got a sticky note. This one's for the podcast, and it says 100,000 on it. It's just a number. That's my goal, for for example, just to let you know. I, I want to hit 100,000 downloads per episode, right? And then... I've got that written in big, bold type. And then as each week passes, I've written down where I currently am at, right? So I launched two weeks ago. So 2,000 downloads, 5,000, 10,000 per episode, and so on. It really helps put things put things into perspective for me, right? It's a big number, but I'm chucking away at it. And it gives me you know, gratitude and it helps me enjoy the process. So I'd encourage you to do the same for things that are important in your life that you want to grow. Grow. And I think that's the key word there. And that's my fourth point that in order to grow, you need to have vision. You need to envision your future to move forward and to really fight, you know, the sense of indecision that many of us feel. You have to 
have a sense of where you're going, right? I heard someone the other day refer to life as one of those choose your own adventure books. Um, I don't know if you remember those, but it's like based on decisions you make on earlier pages, you would end up with different results later in the book. Um, and in, the, in these books, it was oh, difficult to know where your decision would lead you because you were at the whim of kind of the author's decision. But life doesn't really have to be that way. I don't think so. You know, I'd, I'd encourage you to adopt a visualization mindset to envision kind of what the perfect journey looks like to you. Um, I do this exercise, um, you know, fairly frequently, probably less than I should do. But, you know, take taking a minute, taking a couple minutes to think through what your perfect day would look like. Everything about it, the sights, the smells the underlying accomplishments that enable you to live this day and then work towards that by taking action towards it. I think indecision is a marked trait of your 20s and 30s and it contributes to your feeling of a quarter life crisis. And the only way to escape it is to act on it, to envision first and then act on it. And I do this practice through meditation whenever I can, sitting using an app like Headspace or Calm or whatever it may be, and just think of exactly what that day looks like, everything about it, and keeping that vision in your head. Even if it's not always tangible and always there, I think it helps focus your efforts and energies by at least having done this exercise. And my last point might be a bit redundant, but I think if you want to avoid having a quarter life crisis and truly be in charge of your life, you have to take action, right? You have to rock and roll. I think, and if, if you, if you took the last four things that I said to heart, you'll have a decent idea of kind of where you want to end up and a a general vision of the journey that will take you there. I think you'll hear a lot of advice all the time about how you just have to commit to something, how you have to go all in and act. And while I think that the mentality behind this is great, it's confident and committed and it's a great mindset, I think there's a smarter way to push you forward, to grow, right? Most of us don't know what our ideal destination in life looks like. I think it's impossible to really truly know what that looks like. I, for one, don't. As a result, I think it's easy for us to stray from our path as we work towards this idea. If you if you feel pressure to commit all in towards something in your life, you're going to end up committing towards something that's kind of a little, a bit of a hazy destination. Um, and that kind of enables you to fall into this quarter life crisis and maybe even an eventual midlife crisis, right? You might not realize until too late that it really wasn't what you wanted or it wasn't what you envisioned in the first place. So with like big life decisions and to help you move from where you, where you are towards somewhere where you think you might want to be, you should take small steps, not big, grandiose ones. I think there's certainly a, a time for big decisions and big moves, but I think in this in this case, it should be smaller ones. With Pursuit, for example, when I created it, you know, it's been doing well. It did well initially. I could have just up and quit my job because I had this vision. I had, you know, monetization. It was great. I could have just quit my job because I was kind of frustrated at the time and I knew I wanted this, this, this platform to be a success. But instead of going that route, I committed to taking small steps, right? I created first version as a side hustle and then just inundated myself with learning and networking. And with those small steps, I was able to meet a ton of different people who were involved all over the industry and really, really helped me. And over the course of three, four years at this point, I really gained a clear vision of what my ideal destination looks like. It's much more clear. And that was quite, quite different from my initial vision. And it was thanks to all these interactions and perspectives and um, little, little steps that I took over the years that enabled me to get there. Had I taken a big headfirst commitment, I doubt I would have ended up here. So my advice is to take small action and lots of it, small first steps, small second steps, and just lots of it and see where that takes you. So that's it. Uh, I wanted to keep it short and sweet, relatively speaking. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Again, as always, I love chatting with you. So shoot me a DM on Instagram. It's at case.kenny. We can chat there. 
Uh, also, don't forget to hit subscribe. And if you're enjoying the episodes, take 30 seconds and drop a five-star rating and review. I definitely appreciate you. So until next episode, um, make sure you remember that life is what you make of it today, not tomorrow. So I'm Case Kenny, and I'm out. <laughs>